Welcome to the Multipurpose Room, a podcast helping school organizations and school administrations achieve their goals. Each episode discusses real-life topics that PTAs, PTOs, and school staff are dealing with. Our hosts and guests offer practical tips, learnings, and best practices to achieve their desired outcomes. And here are your hosts, Wesley and Deborah Jones. Hey listeners, thanks for joining me today. I'm sure your PTA or PTO fall membership drive is in full swing, but October is a great time to make a last push before the holiday season. So we wanted to get you a quick but timely list of ideas to help you hit those membership targets. We put together a short episode today that contains the top ideas we've gathered from talking to PTA leaders, attending state PTA meetings, and being involved in PTAs in three different states. So let's start with the basics. If you haven't already done this, set a yearly goal. This should be broken down by month. For those of you not familiar with the SMART acronym, it's a great way to look at your goals. I use it for my life goals, I use it for my work goals, and it's great for PTA goals as well. So SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Based. So you want all your goals to be SMART goals. So with respect to your membership numbers, you want a specific number. Since it's a number, it's measurable. You want something that's achievable, you know, two or three times last year's number or a 20% increase from last year's number. Something like a 300% increase might be shooting a little bit too high. So you want something achievable. You want it to be relevant, which in this case it is. It's your membership numbers. And time-based. So you want to hit this number by a certain date. And that's where the monthly breakdown comes in because you can then target by month what number you want to be at to meet your yearly goal. This SMART framework will allow you to achieve those goals. The second part of that is assigning a designated membership person. So most PTAs that I've been a part of do have a designated membership person. Make sure that that person is assigned this goal and let them have fun be creative, and provide them resources and volunteers to hit those goals. So now that you have the framework down, move on to the basics. The first basic that you hear every meeting you go to about membership drives is make the ask, right? You don't get what you don't ask for. So where to start with that? School families, and then ask your school families to ask their extended families. Reach out directly to all families to whom you're able to reach out. You may not be able to reach out to all families because of FERPA, which we've talked about on prior episodes, but any families you're able to reach out to, do reach out and make that ask, whether it's an email or a note stuffed in a backpack. Make that ask. Ask them to become members of your PTA. You can also make the ask by speaking at events. Ask your principal or school administration to get on the agenda for certain events. The staff meetings are great events to get on the agenda for, and any major school function, it's great to get on the agenda. Also, make the ask in school newsletters. Again, ask your principal or school administrator that's running that school newsletter to have a little section featured in every newsletter. It can just be boilerplate to make that ask. When you're making this ask and communicating with these families, 
Market the why. Tell them why it's great to be a member of your PTA. You may have specific PTA benefits, so absolutely include those. But most importantly, include where the money goes, highlighting the spending of your PTA. People will join once they understand the great things that the PTA is supporting. I think one of the benefits of this interesting COVID school year is that many PTAs provided school supplies directly to families rather than, you know, put them in the classroom, for example. And so families were able to see, oh, I get this box of school supplies for my kid. That was funded by my PTA membership. So that's a really great way to tie together the membership with the direct benefit and show where this membership dues go. So create a quick hit, you know, it can be a list of bullet points of where the PTA money goes and make sure to share that and any benefits when you're making the ask. And then finally, say thank you. It may sound silly, but it's often forgotten. Once somebody joins, do a quick thank you. It can be in a letter. It can be on social media. Some schools have a little star that they put up on a PTA star wall with your name on it once your family has joined the PTA. Whatever the methodology, make sure you do get that thank you out there. So now beyond the basics, let's extend it one step further and get the community involved. This is where you can write letters to city council, elected officials, school board members, and encourage them to join the PTA. You can attend Rotary meetings, Kiwanis Club meetings, and recruit their members to join the PTA. Reach out to local preschools that feed into your elementary school. Ask the families there or the administrators there to join your PTA. You can send letters to the neighbors around the school who may want to support the school and join the PTA. And then also make sure you're asking all the vendors of the school to join the PTA. I think people forget that you don't have to have a child attending that school to join the PTA. You don't have to be the grandparent of a child at that school to join the PTA. Anybody can join, and these community members want to support their local school. You can even ask businesses that support the school to join your PTA. Then if you want to really launch that membership drive into overdrive, here are some fun creative ideas to take it to the next level. Extend your asks even further. Ask a celebrity. It doesn't have to be anybody related to your school, although it's helpful if they're an alum or a neighbor of the school or even have a child that goes there. But if not, just make the ask. It can be a local celebrity like the mayor, or it can be a bigger celebrity that you just write to and ask to join your PTA and maybe ask for a social media plug. You'll be amazed at how far that goes and how people want to join what that person is doing. Ask other PTA leaders. So look around at your local schools, for example, your middle school, the other elementary schools in your district, and ask the leaders of those groups to join your PTA. I actually attended a state PTA meeting that was all about membership drives. Several of the PTA membership chairs that were on that call said, I am asking everybody on this call to join my PTA and clicked a link. They got dozens of new members just in that way. 
by making that ask of their fellow membership chairs. Second, you can make it exclusive. Have PTA member-only events or have PTA member seating at school events. You can give members a spiritwear package when they join that say PTA member on the t-shirt or on a hat. That will make people want to join your PTA. But you don't want to make it too exclusive. You want to make it exclusive yet inclusive. By being inclusive, you can actually attract some more members. So you can make it part of the school registration process, and it's almost a free membership. I'm doing air quotes, but you are including membership dues as part of some other school registration, back-to-school process. And I've seen that work really well. You get really high membership numbers when it's included as part of a school package. There's another campaign you can run called Each One Reach One. Ask everybody who typically attends PTA meetings to bring a new person to that PTA meeting. You can also have an interpreter at all your PTA meetings and offer that as a benefit to those who English may not be their first language. So making it inclusive like that can really take your membership drive to the next level by sharing, we are welcoming everybody and we want you to be part of our membership and we want your voice heard. And then finally, my favorite, because I tend to be competitive, is to spice it up with a contest. You can have a contest getting the kids involved. The winning class can win a magic show, maybe virtual right now. They can win maybe a coupon to a local restaurant. They can win some donuts, and you can have people distributing donuts to the homes of the winning class if you're in a virtual situation. Whatever that prize is, I think it's well worth it. And then get them involved in a contest. Class with the most new members wins the prize. Or, again, a favorite of mine, person who brings in the furthest away new member wins a prize. So just for fun, I looked up, where might that be? And ironically, the furthest large city from New York, Dallas, And Chicago is Perth, Australia. So if you ever have to win one of these competitions, go find some friends in Perth, and that will take you to the winning prize there. Notably, from San Francisco area where I am, it is a city in Madagascar where I know nobody, so I don't think that I would be the winner of that particular contest. But it is a fun idea. It does encourage people to think outside the box and think of unrelated people, just people they know in other cities, and bring them on as new PTA members. Another great idea is to have that competition just among the adults. So conduct a phone tree race. Get all of your existing PTA leaders, assign them grade levels, or even assign them each a class, depending on how many PTA leaders you have, and have them personally contact any non-member parents in their grade. And the first person that makes it through their phone tree wins. Again, you want to only contact those people who have allowed contact, so you want to keep FERPA in mind. But it's a really fun way to encourage leadership involvement, to encourage that outreach and that ask, and to also spice it up with a competition. And then finally, just showcasing to the school where you are, 
vis-a-vis your membership goals so that you're getting the whole community involved in collaborating, but also kind of competing to make it to the final membership number. Um, You know, when people start talking about, well, I've brought in some new members, have you? You get that friendly competition going. You can also do that against other schools in your district, and you can have bragging rights of being the school that increased your membership the most if you're close with the other PTAs in your school district. So those are some great ideas that hopefully you can implement this fall or even with your spring drive. We'd love to hear how they go. And if you have any great ideas, I mean, these were all taken from PTA leaders like yourselves. So if you have any great ideas, we'd love to hear them. Please reach out. Best of luck, and I hope you hit those SMART goals. Make sure to visit our website at themultipurposeroom.school and subscribe to this show. If you like the topics on the show, we share additional resources on our company blog at k12clothing.com and click on blog. Thanks to Squad Locker for making this show possible. And we'll see you next week in the multipurpose room.